0: This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. The world from its very inception was created with choices. These choices are between life and death, but rarely Do people see their choices in such terms? This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. This month at Momentum, we're focusing on the Jewish value of learning and growth. Because as the people of the book— As the proponents of the power of education, we approach every situation as students of life, searching for the lessons and the growth opportunities. You know, I remember my beloved late father telling me that Jewish kids learned to play the violin because it was portable. If a pogrom came to your your shtetl, your village, or you were forced out of your home, it would fit neatly under your arm. You could just carry it off. (laughs) The same is true of the human mind. You carry it with you. The great Austrian psychiatrist and Holocaust survivor Viktor Frankl once wrote that everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. So we Jews are always searching for new growth and learning, new wisdom and insights in every situation because... No matter what happens, no one can take away our choices and our personal motivation to find meaning. So I was thinking about this recently as I was standing in the supermarket aisle because I was overwhelmed with the vast variety of choices available. So it usually happens with my favorite cookies. Every year or so, the manufacturer will add like two or three new seasonal flavors, (laughs) along with new packaging and all its concurrent temptations. And I've been known to spend a little too much time picking them up and putting back the salted caramel or the chocolate mint, the s'mores or the chocolate cherry. And they're only $3 a box. I mean, why don't I buy all three of them? And yet, I feel compelled to choose, as though making the definitive choice will mean I pick the very best one. And you know, it's not just cookies. Too much choice can be a plague of our modern times. To those of us who are challenged around commitment... The dating site, like plenty of fish, feeds that inability to choose. It perpetuates the suspicion that what you picked may not be the best, most ideal option. After all, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Toss it back. When my first niece was a little girl, I was a long way from having kids myself. I had no clue how they moved through the world. One year, around the time of her birthday, I took her downtown to an enormous department store that had an entire floor devoted to toys. It was a wonderland, with options as far as the eye could see. Jillian, I said to her, you can have anything you want. Just pick something and it's yours. And the light in her eyes lit up the entire building. And I followed her tiny little body up and down the aisles. She bubbled over with happiness and excitement. She'd pick up a doll, and then she'd scoot over to the Lego, and then she'd run from display to display, grabbing and hugging and laughing and singing to herself. And about 30 minutes into this exercise of anti-AD excesses, she plopped herself down on the floor and started to cry. I mean, she wept like her heart was broken. Auntie Katie, she sobbed, I want to go home, I can't decide, it's too hard, take me home to mommy. Well, my largesse and inexperience had overwhelmed her to the point where all she wanted was the safety and security of her mother's appropriate, balanced, and bounded love. I remember that moment often, as I look at racks and racks of clothing, jewelry, books. Couldn't there be fewer choices, I would think? How am I supposed to decide? Judaism weighs in on the matter of choices and how intrinsic they are to the formation of our characters, of our lives and our destinies. The word in Hebrew for choice is Bechira. In this case, it doesn't refer to salted caramel or midship. It's not about dollies or Legos. It refers to our free will, our freedom to choose. And it teaches us that real choice is not between things or flavors, but rather free will is applied to the choices between good and evil darkness or light, elevation or degradation, moral and ethical choices that will come to define who we are as humans. There's a famous verse in the Torah about this that's reiterated more than once by Moses, and it's the ultimate doctrine of free choice. This is what he says, See, I have placed before you the choice between blessing and curse. Rabbi Ari Kahn writes about this using the story of the Garden of Eden as the primary example, saying it was the choice given to us at the very dawn of existence. Here are the lines to which he's referring, okay? And God the Lord caused to grow from the ground every pleasant tree to the sight and good to eat. And the tree of life was in the Garden of Eden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And God the Lord took Adam and placed him in the Garden of Eden to work it and to guard it. And God the Lord commanded Adam, saying, From every tree in the garden you shall eat, but from the tree of knowledge of good and evil do not eat from it, for on the day that you eat from it, you shall surely die. Rabbi Kahn then says, One tree is associated with life and the other with death. Now, clearly no sane person is going to choose death over life unless, of course, there's a serpent, a snake, whispering seductive thoughts, leading the listener to self-destruction. So, this description, he says, is a paradigm for all of humanity. We've all been placed in a Garden of Eden, life and death presented before us, and we are told by God to choose life. But alas, we continue to listen to the devious serpents, real or imagined, encouraging us to partake of the tree of death despite the manifold curses which accompany that choice. The world from its very inception, says Rabbi Kahn, was created with choices. These choices are between life and death. But rarely do people see their choices in such terms. We Jews learn about what constitutes a good moral choice in any situation by learning Torah, the instruction book for living. We learn from the mistakes made by those before us, and we learn from the modeling of those great choices that they made as well. And we study what Judaism considers a good choice that will set our bodies and souls on the path to life in its most elevated potential. This week, when it comes to making choices that have moral, ethical, or social ramifications, can you research what Jewish wisdom teaches us about whatever situation you're in? What Judaism considers the higher calling? On a level of day-to-day choices, can you prioritize the Jewish ideals, say, of tzedakah or charity, rather than buying yet another pair of whatever? Can you prioritize the Jewish value of not speaking gossip instead of diving headlong into a good old-fashioned dirt session? Can you examine what you're choosing to say or do by rote and by habit and see if it lines up with the Jewish choice? Can you take a class or go online to learn what it means to choose hashtag team Jew? Can you embrace the value of learning and growth as the M.O. of your personal freedom because when we use our free will to build ourselves a life of purpose and meaning nothing is more delicious except perhaps those salted caramel cookies they really were the perfect choice Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.